0: Welcome to the Align with Spirit Podcast! The Align with Spirit Podcast is a program that takes a look at life through the lens of metaphysical occult, new thought, comparative religion, and new age philosophy. Each week a new topic is reviewed and explored. Topics range from practical self-help advice and holistic self-healing to the paranormal, supernatural, and the mystical in nature. Our host is John Culbertson. He is an ordained metaphysical minister and certified metaphysical mind practitioner. He is also a Reiki master, shamanic practitioner, a Wiccan priest, a tarot card reader, and an astrologer. Before being ordained as a metaphysical minister, he had previously been ordained as an evangelical Christian minister. He is also a lifelong student of psychology and counseling, having degrees in both the psychology of human behavior and spiritual counseling. Now it's time to quiet our mind and open our soul as we align with spirit.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Align with Spirit podcast. Today's topic, why don't psychic readings always come true? So, I once had a young lady ask me, why don't psychic predictions always come true? And understand that this young lady was very frustrated, because she had recently had another session with a different reader than myself, and she... She had found out that a lot of the things this particular reader had said to her didn't occur, didn't happen, didn't come true. It is a question that I have thought a great deal about over the course of my career involved in the occult and metaphysical fields. Psychic predictions, unfortunately, are not an exact science, never have been, never will be. A psychic reader and your own personal guides are always going to do their best to provide information to you about what is coming up in the future, as well as provide insights into the past and into present situations. However, that doesn't mean that that information that they're going to provide is always, or even usually, going to be 100% accurate. Why? Well, let's talk about the reality of a psychic reading for a moment, and let's look at it from a different perspective than what you might look at it from. So let's imagine that you're standing at a pathway that is in front of you, and there's a path that goes to the right and one that goes to the left, and you can choose which direction you want to go based on your past, both here and in past lives, and based on many other factors, it is possible to be told what, is, what you are most likely to choose, but you don't have to choose that path. The likelihood is is that you will choose it, but you can always go against what is likely. You can always change your life at any given time. So while this sounds easy to understand on the surface, let's complicate this a little bit more. Let's suppose that each of these two paths involves alternative realities, and those alternative realities depend upon your mood. So if you go down the right path, so if you go down the pathway on the right in a happy mood, one thing will happen. But if you go down that same pathway angry, something else altogether will take place. And this is same with the left path too. So now we have multiplied the variable. And this makes the reader's job suddenly a lot more complicated. Because they have to attempt to figure out which path you'll choose and which mood you'll choose to be in and thereby what the results are going to be as you go down that path in that mood or even with the thoughts that you're having. So let's take this even further. Suppose there's just one other person involved besides yourself. Then which path you may choose could be different than the path they choose. The mood you opt to have could be different than the mood they opt to have. And already we're looking at hundreds of different possibilities that can occur all because of a path with two possible choices. And just think about what happens if there are three possible choices. Four, five. Think of what happens when two or three, even more people, are involved. Psychic readings are not always accurate because a psychic is not God. Period. Period. It's impossible for any one human to take into account all variables that exist for any given situation and to conclude what is most likely going to occur. Like it or not, all psychics are human. Every single one of us. And as a result, readers do the best they can do. They attempt to navigate all the possibilities and tell you what they believe is going to be the most likely outcome to occur. Sometimes they do this exceptionally well, other times they don't. For some people it's easier to do this with than others. The more free will a person has, or that's involved, the less likely a prediction is going to come true. The more people involved, the less likely the prediction is going to come true. The more choices involved, the less likely the prediction is going to come true. There is, nor can there ever be, a guarantee There is not, nor can there ever be a guarantee. And of course, this isn't even taking into account the random acts of the universe, as those random acts can sometimes alter moods and paths. H.P. Wawoski, founder of the Theosophical Society, once said, In dealing with the dicta of psychics and mediums, And must always be remembered that they translate automatically and unconsciously their experiences on any plane of consciousness into the language and experience of our normal physical plane. And this confusion can only be avoided by the special study and training of occultism, which teaches one how to trace and guide the passage of impressions from one plane to another and fix them on the memory. In other words, it takes a person much experience and practice to be able to take into account so many variables and end up making accurate predictions that actually occur in the physical world. If you go to a psychic reader and they're 80% right, they are a good reader. This is regardless of what anyone may think or what anyone may tell you. If they are correct 90% of the time, they're a great reader. There will never be a reader who will be 100% correct all the time. It is not humanly possible, and no reader is going to be 100% correct, even 90% correct, with the same person every time they read the person. It varies. As much as I'd hate to say this, a reader can be 98% accurate with one person and have 0% accuracy with another. This is all because of the factors that are involved, which are beyond the control of either the reader or the sitter. So that's part of of the issue. But we also have to talk about soul readers versus human readers. Because there is a difference between a reader that reads for the soul and one that reads for the human. The soul reader interprets information from the soul's higher perspective. The human reader interprets information from a physical world perspective. Of course, most readers do do both at various points in times. However, they are usually better at one than the other. As an example, I tend to excel with soul reading. I do better when looking at things from the soul's perspective and the perspective of the higher self. If you want to know why your boyfriend didn't call you, I'm likely not going to have a good answer for you. I'm not that type of reader. And even if I do have an answer for you, it's not going to usually be something mundane. It's going to be from the soul's higher perspective. But if you want to know what you're learning from that breakup and how you can use that information to make your life better, now we're in business. Some people call a soul reader more of a life coach or a spiritual teacher than a quote-unquote psychic. But regardless of what you call them, their purpose is to help you create your life and make it the best you can, as opposed to allowing you to be controlled by your life. That's not to say I don't make mundane predictions from time to time. I do. I just usually prefer to focus more on your growth as a soul as opposed to other things. This is what my true purpose and calling is. It's to help you become aware of the fact that you and you alone have the control and responsibility for making and creating the life you want, regardless of the obstacles that get in the way or the twists and turns that happen along the way. It's also important to understand the difference between a medium and a psychic and a channeler and a fortune teller. Because a medium and psychic are, of course, different. I'm sure most of my listeners know this. And I'm sure they know that a channel and a psychic are different too. And that a clairvoyant and channel are different. And that a fortune teller is different than all of these. We have so many terms in our metaphysical occult new age society. And unfortunately we live in a society where people tend to group things together. For some reason, many people believe that a medium is a psychic and a psychic is a channeler and a channeler is a fortune teller. They're all the same thing and they're simply not. You see, a medium specializes in connecting with people that have died. They connect to the spiritual essence of the person to pass along messages from them. Most psychics try to work with their ability to make predictions in the manner that was described previously in our talk. Sometimes they do this through straight reading of a person's energy, and sometimes they do it through tools like astrology, numerology, the runes, or even tarot. Not every psychic is a medium, but most mediums are psychics. A channel passes along information from spiritual guides and angels, usually without censoring it, and regardless of if they personally agree with the information or not. Traditionally, a clairvoyant see Im- sees images which they have no control over. Many times these are future visions, but sometimes they're visions from the past. Sometimes it's even the energy of the present. Once a clairvoyant gains control over their ability, they're usually called a psychic medium or fortune teller, and not just a clairvoyant. Because clairvoyancy is actually a psychic skill. In the case where we have the term clairvoyant, Society has determined that one has the ability to see things, and they simply have no control over it. But it is a skill that can learn to be controlled. And what of fortune tellers? Well, fortune tellers make predictions about the future typically based off of tools such as tarot, just like a psychic. However, as you may have guessed, not every tarot reader is a fortune teller, and not every fortune teller reads tarot cards. Fortune-tellers approach life from the perspective that you have no control over the events that are going to take place. You simply have to live with them. Most of my colleagues don't believe this. I don't teach my students this. I'm not a big fan of quote-unquote fortune-telling. Usually when I'm doing a session, I'm acting as a channel. I do not consider myself a medium because I don't specialize in connecting with people who've crossed over. I am working constantly to try to become a better psychic, better intuitive. My main goal, however, is to teach people how to do for themselves and to stop relying on outside sources for answers. In other words, if I can do it, you can do it. You do not need an intermediary to connect with spirit. You do not need an intermediary to connect with God. You simply have to learn how to do it. And let's talk about spiritual guides for a moment. I don't want to burst anyone's bubble here, but spiritual guides aren't all knowing. They too were human at one time. They may have more experience than the people currently living in our world, But that doesn't mean that they are all-knowing, and it doesn't mean they are perfect. Since they have had more experience, they are better at offering insights and wisdom for dealing with life and for figuring out what's to come. But even they can be wrong at times. They're learning just as much about life as you are, just from a different perspective. So I tell people to take their information as food for thought. To understand that what may be right from their perspective may not always be right from your perspective. Nor should you follow what they tell you blindly without doing your own research and without having your own thoughts involved. The more tuned in to each other a psychic and a client are, the better and typically the more accurate a reading will be. Everyone knows that feeling when things just flow between two people. It happens because they are connected on a very deep energy level. Likewise, everyone is also aware of the feeling when two people just have a hard time being around each other. You don't know what it is about the other person that you aren't comfortable with, but something makes you not want to be around them. This happens when two people's energies are a mismatch and when they resonate in a specific way so as to repel each other. It doesn't mean that one's bad and one's good, it's just two different energies, and they're not getting along. When a psychic and client have this sort of connection, many times the psychic won't get much information, or if they do, they end up interpreting it in the wrong way. One thing that I had to work with my students on is learning when to tell a person I can't read you. Because it's okay for a reader to say that. I would rather one of my students tell someone they're working with, I can't read you, or I'm not getting any information, as opposed to trying to force the reading and making up stuff, hoping that something's going to connect and something's going to click. Most of the time, the energy connection between a psychic and client is going to be okay. Perhaps not great, like in the first type of connection where everything flows so well, but nowhere near as bad as the previously mentioned connection where things aren't flowing at all. In the cases where a connection is simply okay, the psychic will get some accurate information and usually some not so accurate information. Likewise, they will interpret some of the information correctly and at other times they will interpret some of the information incorrectly. There's also those occasions when there really is just nothing there. Though it happens rarely, it does happen. And when it does happen, the reader has an obligation to tell the client, as I was saying previously, that, sorry, I'm not getting anything right now. That doesn't mean they won't on another day or at another time. There's just something at that moment that is preventing the information or insight from being accessed. The best thing to do is to reschedule and try again later. Later date, later time. So what's the bottom line here? The one thing I want you to take away from all this is that you and you alone are in control of your life. People should get psychic sessions to help them weigh information and to open up new lines of thinking and possibilities that they may not have considered before. People should not, however, get psychic readings and believe everything they are told at face value. There is such a thing as taking the information that's being given to you and making it come true. I've known many a a person who sit down for a reading that have gotten bad information from a reader. And yet because they believe that reader so much, they allow that bad stuff to happen. They make it happen. And you don't wanna be that type of person. A psychic reading should either be fun enlightening, educational, or a healing experience. If you're lucky, it'll be all of the above. But going to a psychic purely based on the hope that they can see all and tell you everything that's going to happen is something you should avoid. Because it's not going to happen. You will be disappointed if you go to see a reader with that mindset. Go with an open mind. Go excited But go and take the information that you get and weigh it carefully. Examine it. Determine what information is information that you can trust and what information isn't. And just like a doctor, just like any other sort of professional, you need to find a reader that you connect well with. You will know real quick if there's a connection between you and the reader or not. And if you don't feel a connection, walk away. It's okay. I hope you have found today's talk on why psychic predictions don't come true informative. Don't forget you can always check out my website at mysticjohncolbertson.com. I look forward to seeing you next week here on the Align with Spirit Cod podcast. Many blessings to you now and always.
0: You've been listening to the Align with Spirit podcast, hosted by John Culbertson. The Align with Spirit podcast is supported by the contributions of generous listeners like you. For more information about John Culbertson, the host, or to help support us, please visit the website mysticjohnculbertson.com.